Because can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. I bless God for you. I bless God for you. 
I, I feel something in here in this space and in this time and I just want to lift up his name for just a minute I, if, if you, if you want to know how to win your next battle if you want to know how to win your next battle through, through, through feeling the blues you want to know how to win the next battle to get through your despair you have to know how to put a praise on it you got to know how to lift his name up and tell him thank you even when you don't feel it until you feel it you keep on praising him until you get a breakthrough you keep on praising him until God moves on your behalf My God, my God, my God, my God. I know I gotta move, I gotta move, I gotta move. Let's pray, let's pray. Y'all got me happy now. become discouraged, spiritless, disappointed or afraid. Though our outer self is progressively wasting away, yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. For our momentarily light distress, this passing trouble is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a, a fullness beyond measure, surpassing all comparisons, and transcendent splendor, and an endless blessedness. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may take your seats. Play that, y'all. Just play that one more time.
I promise I won't be long. I gave my time to worship just now. And I counted not robbery of word because worship is so necessary. I, I, I want to talk about bruised but not broken because I, I've got an apostle here who is laying out theological arguments. He's sharing with people how good God is. He's trying to tell them about the transformative power of Jesus Christ. He's laying before them that they need to understand that how Moses went up on the mountain, received God's blessing, came down and veiled his face, the apostle says that Moses veiled his face to hide the, the glory. But later he kept his face veiled to hide the fact that the glory had faded. And he says, but we don't need to veil our face. Because the glory of the Lord within us doesn't require us to mask anything. Because we've been transformed by the power of a living God. He, he's talking to them about the transformative nature of God. But at the same time, he is experiencing things that are messing with him. So he's working through his own stuff while sharing a message he's working through the things that people are saying to him while sharing truths about God the, the, the apostle writes out of his experience and the plethora of emotions he's wrestling with he's wrestling with emotions He's wrestling with stuff. Can, can, I, can I talk about him for a moment? If you read closely, he's figured out that folk don't think he's the most handsome man in the world. He's figured out that folk look at him and wonder why he talks so boldly when he's not even one of the originals. He's figured out that people look at him and, and, and know that 
he's been through some stuff and wondering how somebody who's been through what you've been through can tell me anything. He's figured out that some people know that he's been battered and bruised. And these bruises are known and seen. They're, they're not hidden. Somebody sitting here now, your, your stuff's still hidden. It hadn't hit the newspaper. Nobody's done a TikTok on you. No, nobody's put an Instagram post up. Nobody has went to Twitter on you, but your stuff's still hidden. His, his stuff was public. And in the midst of his personal private pain, he still wants to minister the good news about God. And, and can I tell you what he does? The apostle says, first thing you need to know about me is I'm exhausted, but I'm not totally empty. Exhausted, but not totally empty and, and I want to say this to somebody right now I'm, I'm coming down your street I'm, I'm going to come up to your address I'm coming in your house and I want to walk in your bedroom because you can't hide this morning you, 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 you feeling the same way you done gone through so much you're exhausted and you busted up enough strength to tune into the broadcast you mustered up enough strength to come to church one more time. You mustered up enough strength to get one more prayer in. You're exhausted. But the fact that you're listening to me right now proves that you're not totally empty. You're exhausted. For somebody, it's mental fatigue. Your mind is just tired of fighting the battle. You feel like you're thinking that buzzing. You're, you're exhausted. But the fact that you're here right now declares that you're not totally empty. That it's not too late to get strength for the journey. <laughs> he, he says to them in the Message Bible, verses 1 through three he says in there and I want to paraphrase this line he, he says since God has so generously let us in on what he's doing we're not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job just because uh, we run into an occasional hard time Yeah, let me stop right there I just want to tell somebody I, I want to encourage you today don't throw in the towel. Don't, don't, don't throw up your hands. Don't, don't give up. Don't, don't surrender to it. I don't care what's going on in your life. It's okay to be exhausted. God has left you with enough that you can still make it. You've got to realize, don't give up your assignment. Don't give up what God has for your life. Don't give up the plans that God has. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to cause you to prosper. Plans to give you hope. Don't give it up. 
just share this with you. Some of y'all don't even realize how strong you are. I, I read this anonymous quote the other day. It blessed me and I hope it blessed you. Someone said, don't confuse my bad days as a sign of weakness. Those are the days I'm actually fighting my hardest. So somebody ought to help me right here. You, you've been fighting your hardest. Not because you're weak, but because you're strong. Because you're not empty. Can I, can I give you one more quote that I just, I thought it was good. You know, some of y'all have been carrying so much weight. You, you, you just got used to carrying it. And this, this quote blessed my soul because I want you to leave some burdens this morning. Before you walk out this door, I want, I want you to shake some stuff off. I, I want you to let some stuff go before you walk out the door. You, you know, here, here's the quote. Sometimes you don't realize the weight of something you've been carrying until you feel the weight of its release. Ah, it's time to release some things. It's time to let some stuff go. Paul, why are you saying what you're saying? I need to release some stuff. I need to get it off of me and let you know God is still real. Uh, come here. I'm, I'm, I, I got just a few more. I'm, I'm going to get out the way. Paul, 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 come on, talk. Talk to the folk. Paul says in, 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 in verse 3, I'm reading the Message Bible right now. He said, if my message is obscure to anyone, it's because we're not holding back anything. He said, we're not holding back anyway. No, it's because these other people are looking uh, or, or, or are going the wrong way and refuse to give it serious attention. He said, all they have eyes for is fashionable God of darkness. Yeah, let me, uh, I want to put it another way. Paul says, I'm going to be expressive, but I'm not going to trash my enemies. Y'all didn't get that. I'm going to be expressive, but I'm not going after anybody. I'm not blaming anybody for what they said or what they did or how they felt about me because see all that does is put that weight back on me. That's unforgiving spirit back on me. That anger back on me. And I can't carry the weight of unforgiveness. I can't carry the weight that goes with being angry. I can't carry the weight that goes with having hatred in my heart. I ain't drinking no hater. Eh? I got too much else that I could enjoy instead of messing up my spirit by being mad at anybody. But I will tell you the truth of what God is doing. I've got a message that shines. I got a message that'll light up a dark room. I got a message about Jesus. Uh, I'm just, I'm just talking. I, I, it won't be long, but Paul says, uh, if you read the chapter, 
Paul says, I, I know you don't quite get what I'm saying. But there is some mystery to the good news of God and how God works. And you have to understand that in order to enjoy a relationship with God. Okay, let me do it this way. Paul says, I'm, I'm enigmatic, but I'm not trying to be evasive. The word enigmatic means mysterious. There's something mysterious. Paul, what, what do you mean? He says, well, let me put it to you like this. The message Bible says, we've been carrying this precious message around in unadorned clay pots. In other words, we, we've been given this message in these human vessels. And he says, as much as is going on around us, I need to be honest with you. We've been battered and surrounded and battered by troubles, but we're not demoralized. We're not sure of what to do. I know that sounds strange for me to say to you as an apostle, I'm not always sure of what to do. I know that that sounds weird. That's mysterious. How can you still be confident? He says, the reason I can be confident is what we know that God knows what to do. I want to tell somebody this right now. You looking for an answer? You trying to figure it out? Stop trying to do it on your own. You don't know the answer. It's not in the latest book. It's inside of God. And what you need is the mind of God. The apostle says, God knows the answers. He says, uh, we've been spiritually terrorized. But God hasn't left our side. We've been, here's my, my part right here. We've been thrown down, but we haven't broken. I need to say this to somebody. You, you may have been thrown down. They, they may even knock you down a few flights of steps. You may have dropped down a few stories, if you will, but you're yet not broken. I know that analogy doesn't work for everybody, and somebody would like another metaphor. You think, yeah, I've been broken. No, baby, you ain't broken, because if you were really broken, you'd be like Humpty Dumpty, and all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put you back together again. Let me tell you something. You're really bruised, and God is able right now to reshape you and heal you and bless you and deliver you and yes you're going to be all right he says i've been through some trials been through torture stuff has happened God is still good. I'm not trying to evade what I've been through. I'm not just trying to be mysterious about it. You don't understand it because you never had to trust God through it. But I got some witnesses all around you that can tell you that God is real. 
that you can call him up night or day. And that the Lord is just a little prayer way and that if you have a little talk with Jesus, he'll make it all right. I, I got witnesses around you that can tell you you can be down so long that getting up ain't on your mind. But the Lord can still pick you up and turn you around and place your feet on solid ground. I got I, I close with this. My, my time is up. I thank you for yours. He says, uh, I want y'all to know. Verse 13. He says, we're not keeping this quiet. You ain't gonna shut me up. I, I'm like James Cleveland. I said I wasn't gonna tell nobody. But I just couldn't keep it to myself what the Lord had done for me. Matter of fact, I tell you like this, you ought to be there. He, 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 said, he says, uh, we're not keeping it quiet, not on your life. Just like the psalmist wrote, I believe it, so I said it. We say what we believe, and we believe that is, is that the one who raised up the master Jesus will just as certainly raise us up with you alive. I just want to say this to you. I don't care how low you think you are now. The same one that raised Jesus from the dead he, he doesn't have to wait to the next life. He'll raise you up right here, right now, live. Paul says, I'm emphatic, but I'm not tersely engaged. Ain't no anger here. I'm just being emphatic. I, I'm not going to keep quiet. You're not going to shut me up. You can't make me be silent because I, I got too much going on. I, I, I've seen too much. Oh, wait a minute. What is that song, Gloria? I've been through too much not to worship. You don't get it. You, you, see, see, see you, 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 if you understood that, you would understand when you go through a lot, you'll be able to say, I almost let go. I was right at the edge of a breakthrough, but couldn't see. You'll say, the devil thought he had me, but Jesus came and grabbed me and what did he do he held me close so I wouldn't let go I need to say this to somebody you 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 let me go back to the top you're exhausted but you're not totally empty and the reason I know it is because Jesus is holding you close he's holding you right now He's holding you close so you don't let go. So you don't let go. So I'm here today. Look 
look at somebody and look at him and just tell him, he's talking about me. I'm here today because God kept me. I'm alive today only because of his grace. He kept me. So I, so I wouldn't let go. God's mercy kept, kept me. me, so I wouldn't let go. Now, now listen, listen, listen. Y'all, 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 play that, play that for me while I get this. I gotta get this done. I've gotta get this done. Y'all, y'all. Paul says every detail. I'm reading this description. I'm not making this up. This is what the message Bible says. Follow the verse I just read. It says, every detail works to your advantage. Meaning everything I've been through is going to work out for my good. And it's working out for the good of those who are around me. Because somebody is watching what you're going through. And they're getting a witness through your life experience that God is real. They, they watched you deal with your valleys. They watched you deal with your grief. They watched you deal with your pain. They watched you deal with your depression. They watched you deal when you were down. They watched you deal when stuff wasn't going your way. And it's going to work out to their advantage. And ultimately, God's going to get the glory. Bishop, what you mean God's getting the glory? More grace. More grace. More people. More and more praise. At some point, somebody's going to see how good God has been to you. Somebody's going to witness what God has done in your life. And they're going to start praising God like they lost their mind. They're going to praise God because they're going to realize if he did it for you, he'll do it for me. If he saved you, he'll save me. If he kept you, he'll keep me. If his mercy kept you so you wouldn't let go, his mercy will keep me and I won't let go.
thing I want to do is if there's somebody here today or if you're online and you don't know Jesus or you're not a part of the fellowship and you want to be a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to give you an opportunity. If you're here today, stand with me everywhere. If you're here today and you want to be a part of this fellowship and you're not a part right now, you say, Bishop, I want to join that church. If you're online, I want you to call me or email me right away. Say, Bishop, I want that. I want to be a member. I don't care where you are, whether you're right around the corner in Waterford or you're out in Washington State. Wherever you are, you can be a part of us. If you're in the sanctuary this morning and you say, Bishop, I want to be a part of this fellowship, I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are. If you lift your hand, God bless you. Keep your hand up. Usher is going to come over to you and give you a card if there's another one. Anyone else, I bless God for you. I bless God for you. Here's what I want you to do. We love you all. And online, I love you already. Everyone bow your heads. My brother, pray with us. Each of you, if you have not given your life to Christ, you ought to pray this prayer. I pray this prayer regularly. I pray it because, <coughs> I pray it because of sins, of omission, commission. I, I don't mind. Anytime it's being offered, I say, God, come again. Come afresh. Renew me. So even if you're saved, you might want to pray. Join me in praying. Follow with me, Lord Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. I acknowledge you as my personal Savior. I ask you to come into my heart. Cleanse me and make me whole. I receive you as Lord of my life. And this day, I decree and I declare I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all it takes. Somebody praise God with us. I love you all with the love of the Lord.